together growing in faith, changing communities. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you always. Today, dear friends, I would like us to reflect on the Gospel of Matthew chapter 9, verses 1 to 8. At the time getting into a boat, Jesus crossed over and came to his own city. And behold, they brought to him a paralytic lying on his bed. And when Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralytic, Take heart, my son. Your sins are forgiven. And behold, some of the scribes said to themselves, This man is blaspheming. But Jesus, knowing their thoughts, said, Why do you think evil in your hearts? For which is easier to say, Your sins are forgiven, or to say, Rise and walk. But that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. He then said to the paralytic, Rise, take up your bed, and go home. And he rose and went home. When the crowds saw it, they were afraid. They glorified God. We had given such authority to people. What a beautiful story. It's, it's a beautiful story in many ways. Jesus crosses over. He comes back home. And they bring to him a paralytic lying on his bed. We don't know how long this man has been paralyzed. We don't know whether he's been paralyzed from birth or he was an a man who was able but was in an accident and now is paralyzed. We don't know much. But we know that they brought him to Jesus. Now, there's something important here. He was brought. He didn't walk. But he also did not bring himself. And that could mean different things. He was brought because he couldn't walk. He was brought because those who brought him had come to realize that this man needs Jesus. Like that word, I need Jesus. Whatever I'm going through on my own, I can never win. I need God to intervene. I've used my own human intelligence. I, I've thought I'm wise enough to deal with this. But I've realized that I need God. I need him to journey with me. I need him to remind me how to love again. I need him to remind me how to forgive. I need him to teach me how to live at peace with others, with myself. They brought the man to Jesus because 
they knew that only Jesus could heal. Now, when Jesus saw their faith, the text says, seeing their faith, then Jesus showed mercy to the paralytic. It is not the faith of the paralytic, but rather it is the faith of those who are carrying him that pushed, moved Jesus to compassion. Take heart, my son, he says, your sins are forgiven. Have courage. Now, this is, this is beautiful if you think of those who carry us. I'm thinking of our, of our parents. I'm thinking of our friends. I'm thinking of our partners. I'm thinking of our intercessors. I'm thinking of our children. I'm thinking of these great, powerful prayer warriors that carry us to God, that pray for us. That talk to God on our behalf. You know, there are people who, who are able to talk to God on our behalf when we can no longer pray. St. Paul says, the spirit that the Father will give us, rather Jesus says, I will send you the spirit that will teach you how to pray. And Paul says, the spirit prays for us when words fail us. Tears pray for us when words fail us. Being present pray for us when words fail us. Take courage. And I hear Jesus saying the same to you and I today. Take courage. Do not be afraid. There's no need to be anxious. There's no need to be worried. There's absolutely no need to panic. It, it, it's like he says, take courage, I've arrived. It's like he says, take courage, we've spoken about this. You know, it's like when somebody's going through so much and they are afraid but then you go and you talk to someone who actually has the power to change everything. And he says, don't worry. I will take care of this. That's what Jesus says. It's like, I'll take care of it. Don't worry. You've told me. I will deal with it. Then he says, your sins are forgiven. Your many sins are forgiven. Now we know that this man must have been a sinner. This is amazing. Jesus forgives a sinner, not because a sinner has repented. No, because a sinner has been carried by a righteous man, by men of faith. So often I hear parents worrying about their children. 
They worry a lot. What will become of my children when I die? Or they will say, but father, my child doesn't come to church. My child has no relationship with God. My child has left the church. Now, what Jesus says to, to me, at least in my thinking, the paralytic was healed. His sins were forgiven. Not because he had converted, but because he associated himself with men of great faith. Sometimes associate yourself with people of good reputation. People of great faith, it rubs off. We bear the fruits. We benefit from the grace of men and women of great faith. Now it's amazing that there are some who take offense at this. It's amazing that as they take offense at this, Jesus challenges them. Which one is better? To say your sins are forgiven or to say rise and walk? Now, there's a great distinction. A man was still on his bed and yet his sins were forgiven. The man was still paralyzed, but his sins were forgiven. Jesus says, because you've complained, now get up, rise, take up your bed, and go home. Sometimes we, we worry a lot about opposition, about people who speak against us, who speak ill of us, who don't want us to grow. Jesus says, take heart. Take heart. Rise. Take up your mat and go home. May the Virgin Mother of God continue to be with us, to protect, to bless, and to guide us. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.